0: Welcome to the Men Podcast, my name is Julian, you're a wonderful host of the show. Hope you guys enjoyed the new intro that I have for this podcast. Um, figured after five weeks of my Snyder Cut intro, it was time to change it up a bit. Today we'll be talking about the WWE's first ever all-women pay-per-view evolution, but before I get into that, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Roman Reigns situation of course everyone who's watched Raw and SmackDown and any WWE show and if you have internet access to anything to do with wrestling then you know the story. Raw opened up with Roman Reigns coming out in his normal street clothes which we never get to see on WWE TV and he shared with the world that he had been battling leukemia for 11 years or that he was diagnosed 11 years ago with leukemia and that it's been in remission ever since and it came back recently and of course he would have to forfeit the universal championship and as of right now we have no idea when he will be returning and those of us who have either had family members with cancer, loved ones with cancer or have battled cancer ourselves we know that there is no definite time frame of when someone can come back from such a thing. And uh, sorry, it's having a hard time talking about this because I've had a lot of loved ones that I've lost to cancer. So not an easy subject to talk about and uh This is one of those situations where we as wrestling fans, sports entertainment fans, whatever you want to call it, have to remember that regardless of how we feel about these athletes and these performers when they're in the ring performing for us, that they are re- real human beings, just like us, and they deal with real shit like we do. and. Even though a lot of fans love to boo Roman Reigns every week on Raw and every pay-per-view and all this and that and I've gone on I've said on this podcast a few times you know that I'm not a fan of Roman Reigns. I used to be a fan years ago when he first debuted with the original run with the shield when he was more of the 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 silent one that did all his talking in the ring, you know. And um, like I've also said he can give good matches. And we saw he he had great matches with AJ Styles during his his WWE title run in twenty. I say? Twenty eleven in twenty sixteen. Uh, so again, yeah, he can give us great matches. It's just the Roman Reigns character is what a lot of fans don't like. But Joe and the human being, that's a different story. Um, I know he's not listening to this, but. Roman Reigns, Joanna y you are in our thoughts and prayers for millions and billions of fans all over the world, and we hope that you will deliver that Superman punch to leukemia and that you can come back sooner rather than later. Alright, on to happier stuff, let's get to WWE Evolution. Uh, WWE's first ever all-women's pay-per-view, which will be emanating from Long Island, New York, and we've had we have a pretty stacked card for this one. I'll start by talking about the Battle Royal that we have scheduled, where the winner gets a women's championship match. They don't specify which Women's Championship, just that the winner gets a a shot at the Women's Championship. And our participants, as of right now, I am recording this Wednesday evening. We have Alicia Fox, Alondra Blaze, Asuka, Billy Kay, Carmella, Dana Brooke, Ember Moon, Ivory, Kelly Kelly, Lana, Mandy Rose, Maria Canellas, Michelle McCool, Molly Holly, Naomi, Nia Jax, Peyton Royce, Sonya Deville, Tamina, Tori Wilson, and Zelina Vega. Oh, that's a lot. Uh, it's probably going to be a fun and exciting match. Uh, I anticipate it going maybe like 15-20 minutes, you know, cuz got 21 people in there uh, by my count. So, it's going to be a lot going on and since you know they're really pushing this, you know, this pay-per-view to be a big thing, I doubt that they're going to treat this like, you know, your typical, you know, battle royal that you would see on raw where it's one where it's done in 10 minutes you know or less so um i know you know bringing off some of the the legends of the old women's and divas divisions obviously you know they're not gonna win but you never know they might surprise us but i actually have two predictions of how i see this match going down i see ember moon being the the winner of the match by maybe eliminating, you know, Michelle McCool, because, you know, Michelle McCool, she's probably the, you know, the most significant name of the legends that are returning for this match. But another thought that I have is maybe Maria Kanellis will win, you know, because why not? You know, like, it'll come down to maybe, like, it'll be Maria, Michelle McCool, Ember Moon, and, um... You know, it'll everyone will think that Ember Moon and Michelle McCool are the final ones. She, Amber Moon will eliminate Michelle McCool, but Maria will pop right back into the ring, probably because she was like hiding outside the whole time, and she'll win it. And it'll be like, oh my God, Maria Canales! We 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 all thought we didn't we didn't realize she was still in the match. You know that that whole thing. And um, one of the other matches that we have featured is the finals of the Mae Young Classic with Io Shirai uh, versus Tony Storm. Obviously, this is gonna be a Really good match, you know. If you've those of us who have watched the Minion Classic and followed it all the way through, you know, EO, great in the ring, of course, you know, coming from Japan, you know, if you if you win if you come from Japan and you can't deliver, then then you're just pretty much fucked. <laughs> and then Tony Storm is another great name from Europe and I believe she's actually part of the NXT UK roster, so that's pretty exciting. And uh, my prediction is that Tony Storm is gonna be the one to win this particular bout. Uh, again, it's gonna be a, obviously it's gonna be a great match, has the potential to be one of the best matches of, of the entire show, maybe match of the night, or maybe second match of the night, uh, but we shall see. Now, I do remember that there, you know, since it is gonna be an all-women's pay-per-view, that there was the rumor of the NXT UK Women's Championship being, uh, decided on this pay-per-view, but as of this recording, and it's Wednesday evening that I'm recording this, nothing official has been announced regarding that. Although I did read that if, you know, if this is going to happen, the match that was rumored was Rhea Ripley and uh, Isla Dawn. Is that how it's pronounced? Because I, again, I'm a little slow with this kind of thing. So, But, you know, if that match does happen, you know, I hope it will. It would be a great match to watch. And we also have uh, our takeover rematch for the NXT Women's Championship with Kari Sane and Shayna Baszler. Obviously, this is gonna be another great match because you know if NXT always delivers. Even even NXT's worst matches, pay per view matches, are better than some of the main roster pay per view matches. And uh, it's gonna be another great back and forth match in my opinion. You know because Kari Sane is great in the ring again coming out of japan you know they're nine times out of ten they're gonna be some of the best performers in the ring and then Shayna baszler you know of course she's been rocking it on nxt since she debuted last year uh and then with the you know rumors of her making her main roster you know debut very soon i expect that you know kairi sane will be the one to win this match as well and that you know like I said, that Baszler is rumored to be making her main roster debut very soon, and who knows, she might even debut the next night on Raw. You know, especially with the big rumors of either at Survivor Series or at WrestleMania of doing the you know Battle of the Four Four Horsewomen. So this will be a good way to you know help build towards that. Uh, and the other match that we have going on, um, I'm sorry, if, you know that I'm not giving much of an in-depth analysis for these matches really not because most of the matches don't really have too much of a story to to going with them and so this is probably going to be a pretty short podcast shorter than my suicide squad one that i did three weeks ago and you know sorry if this ends up not being the best podcast but i'm doing the best with what i got all right and the other match that we have that was officially announced this past monday on raw we have the riot squad in a six women's tag match versus sasha banks bailey and natalia now, uh, I mean, it's probably going to be a pretty good match. You know, all six women are great in the ring. We love all of them. Or at least I do. You know, love Natalia, love Sasha. Bailey I have a special kind of love for. And with the Riot Squad, I have a bit of a special kind of love for those three women as well. Actually, kind of 50-50 on how I think this one's going to go. It-, it can go either way. But, you uh, know, part of me for some reason feels like we're going to see, you know, th- another thing with Bailey and Sasha but that if we do see it on this one hopefully this will be the one where that's it they are done and we're finally going to get the rivalry that we were supposed to get during the summer before they decided to make it another you know therapy session bullshit <sighs> and if not then it's just going to be Sasha Bailey and Natalia winning so yeah <sighs> Um, That's probably the match that I care the least about for the entire show. Now, let's move on to the three big matches on this pay per view. Uh, We have Alexa Bliss and Mickey James versus Trish Stratus and Lita. Now, of course, originally it was going to be Trish versus Alexa Bliss and Mickey versus Lita. And we were all excited about those matches. But because Bliss uh, was recently injured, and I believe she's still. Uh, recuperating from the injuries, that you know maybe they wanted to protect her and have her give her enough time to rest and recuperate and not aggravate her injuries. So the decision was made for it to be a tag team match, which I don't mind. I mean, I love Trish, I love Lita, I love Mickey James, I love Alexa Bliss. Um, Mickie is one of my favorites. Lita is my all-time favorite. Um, you know, again, I expect it to be a great back-and-forth match. And um, just you know, the, just a bit disappointed that we're not going to get to see the one-on-one matches that we were originally supposed to have. But like I said, if it's meant to protect Alexa Bliss from aggravating her injuries, then I understand. Um, but my predictions for this particular match is, I predict Trish and Lita being victorious because, you know, since they keep building it up as, you know, Trish and leader they're the old timers. You know, Bliss is the new generation and all this stuff. So, you know, you gotta have the the legends come out on top. The Hall of Famers coming out on top. And the way I predict it going down is, you know, it comes down to, you know, like something happens to Mickey and then it's just down to uh, Bliss. And Trish delivers the stratisfaction on Bliss and... Lita hits her with the moonsault, gets the 1-2-3 count, and we get the Hall of Fame victory. And now the two matches, the two matches where, honestly, either one of these could be the headlining match for the pay-per-view, because both of them are that big, in my opinion. First, I will go with the SmackDown Women's Championship match, which is, of course, Becky Lynch defending against Charlotte Flair in the first ever last women's standing match which is actually the first last women's standing match on the main roster because wwe's first last women's standing match was on nxt Uh, but you know if it didn't happen on the main roster i guess it didn't happen right but anyway we love becky lynch of course but also some of us at least love charlotte flair you know and they've had great matches since SummerSlam and now, um, I loved them at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, even though I didn't get to see it live because you know Hurricane Florence made sure that I didn't get to see it live. I loved the rematches that they had at Super Showdown and then on SmackDown where I went to a no contest and Charlotte speared Becky right through the entrance stage, which I thought was great. You know, you don't get to see that kind of thing from the women that often. Yeah, but I guess because you know Becky and Charlotte, they they they're more than willing to go full force with it, like the men, like the men do. and now this one to me definitely has the potential to be the match of the night, and maybe even be a candidate for match of the year because Charlotte and Becky, we know that they can deliver that quality of a match for us. Uh, since I love both women, I'm torn with who I want to win this match. Um, because honestly. I feel like I'd be happy with either one, but at the same time it's like, I don't know, I mean, we wanted Becky to be, be the champion again for for the last two years, and she finally got it, and a lot of us aren't ready for her to lose it yet, but at the same time, especially if this is going to be the closing match on the pay-per-view, which again, we don't know that for sure yet, but it could be, uh, then prop it would be more likely that maybe Charlotte Flair would be the one to win this match. Now, will, will the fans in Long Island at Nassau Coliseum, I believe, yeah, it's Nassau Coliseum, yeah. Will they be happy with that result? Probably not. It is New York, after all. But, you know, that would be the kind of happy ending that WWE would want to have on their first ever all-women pay-per-view. But And in the way I predict it, yeah, if Charlotte Flair does win, that it would be that she gets up at the very last second. Because as Shawn Michaels said in his promo on the Raw before Royal Rumble 2004 for his last man standing match against Triple H, all it takes is one second. And that's all Charlotte Flair would need in order to beat Becky and recapture the Women's Championship. And now we have the Raw Women's Championship main event, which is Ronda Rousey defending her championship against Nikki Bella. Now, this match, in my opinion, has a lot of fans, kind of just like, why is it happening kind of thing, you know? There's the fans who hate the Bella Twins so much, no matter what. And then there's also the fans who don't mind the Bellas that much. I'm somewhere in the middle, where I don't mind them, but at the same time I didn't want them to be in this main event spot, but at the same time I also understand why, because the Bellas... Nikki and Bree, they are of the, they are in the mainstream with Total Divas, Total Bellas, their Birdie B clothing line being nominated for People's Choice Awards and Teen Choice Awards and all this other stuff, doing this charity work and all these things. Then of course Ronda Rousey, she's an Olympian, UFC Hall of Fame, you know, UFC world champion, you know, movie star. You know, she is the perfect sports entertainer to represent wwe now this match as far as the match quality itself i mean ronda can definitely go we know that nikki bella has improved a lot in recent years you know i mean is it going to be a show-stealing match i don't know maybe not but you never know you know i would rather very much be surprised and have this be a great match you know like five star level Probably won't be, but I want to be surprised and hope that this match is going to be a great match. Uh, And this is another one where I'm kind of 50-50 on how I think it would go. On one hand, it's too soon for Ronda to lose. But then on the other hand, uh, if you remember from 2014, Nikki Bella helped Stephanie McMahon win her match there. Maybe Stephanie will return the favor? You know, because she has some unfinished business with Ronda. You know, maybe build towards a one-on-one match between Ronda and Stephanie. You know, Nikki Bella wins with a screwjob finish involving Stephanie McMahon. Very likely. Very, very likely. Especially if this match is going to be the one that closes the show. But, this is a match that I, like I said, I want to be surprised at how good the match is going to be. Honestly, with the whole show, I want to I want to I just want it to be a great show because WWE is finally taking the women seriously after so many years of lingerie pillow fights and evening gown matches and you know, 3-minute bathroom break matches and all that bullshit. But now they're finally taking the women seriously and we're getting great matches from so many of these women. I have the first ever Women's Royal Rumble the, first, the, the women's Money in the Bank matches, women's Hell in a Cell, women's Elimination Chamber, last women's standing matches, you know, having all these great things happening for the women in WWE now. Now they have their own pay-per-view. Are they going to have it every year? I'm not sure. I would like it to be, but we'll see. Uh, I, w- I just want things to continue to, you know, no pun intended, but evolve for the women's division. Because, you know, the men don't always deliver. Let's be honest here. So when the men can't deliver, who else are you going to turn to? The women's division. And right now, WWE main roster, WWE NXT, NXT UK, have some of the best women athletes in the world. Some of the best women wrestlers in the world on their their rosters. And this pay-per-view is getting to showcase a lot of those women. Will this Will this pay-per-view be WrestleMania quality? Who knows? We shall see this Sunday. I want it to be just as great. You know what? Hell, I'll even say that I hope it's the level of greatness that One Night Stand 2005 was. I want it to be as great as that. Probably won't be. But I want it to be. And um, that's pretty much all I have to say about the pay-per-view. I mean, yeah, you know, it's really, that's really all I can say. not much for me to say because there's really not much to say, at least for me. But, um, I'm looking forward to the pay-per-view. A few people that I've interacted with on social media, mostly on Instagram. Some of it is because some of them still live with in the mindset of when the women's matches are bathroom breaks, so they're gonna completely skip the pay-per-view. If you had said that to me five years ago that women were, the women would have an all women's that they would have an all women's pay-per-view over WWE, I probably would have laughed because five years ago the women's division was not what it is now. We didn't have the kind of athletes on the roster that we have now. You know, we didn't have women that were stealing the show at WrestleMania like we have now. But uh, I hope it's going to be a great pay-per-view. I hope it'll do well enough where we get to see another women's pay-per-view next year. Will it still be called Evolution? I don't know. That's all I have to say regarding the Uh, pay-per-view. I'll take this time to encourage you all to go check out the YouTube page for a good friend of mine. uh, Named Sean's View Entertainment. I'll put the link in the description. Uh, He does a lot of breaking news videos for WWE, a lot of, you know, re- well, not really recaps, but he'll like touch on stuff that happens on Raw and SmackDown as the shows go on and through, during the pay-per-views as well. And he's a, he's a, he's a good guy. And you know, I've, you know, followed him for a good few years from now. He's a good guy. He has great content on his channel and I want you guys to go ahead and follow him, uh, Well, that's all I have to say this week. I hope you enjoyed hearing me talk about nothing, pretty much. I hope you'll come back next week, where I'll be talking about Chris Benoit. That's going to be a fun one. But, until next time, thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day.